The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S, on this lovely Monday evening. It still feels crappy outside, but mm. we're, we're getting there. We are getting there. Um, as always, I am joined by Alex and Andrew. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hello. How are we, all right? Yeah, not too bad. How right, are you? Thank you. Good. Not too bad, mate. Not too bad, thank Sweet. you. So Infinity Wars, have I said? Yeah, 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 so have I. La, 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 la. talk about it now? No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, talk about yeah. it. No. For, for those uh, listening, I'm seeing it tomorrow, so... We'll, we'll keep it low-key. I've been dodging spoilers left and right. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> no, that was funny. That was dreadful. Yeah. That, yeah. Was funny. Yeah. that was funny. That was funny. Okay, so this <laughs> evening oh, we won't be talking about Avengers Infinity War. Um, <laughs> alas, we will do that another day, but we will be talking about unpopular opinions. Uh, mm. So we're going to be talking about opinions that... Go against the grain of what people, or what the main perceptions of what people have of uh, films and TV shows. And uh, I put it out on Twitter a little while ago, and then I read it again, and I've got some corkers. Honestly, there mm. are some absolutely smashing ones. So, um, so that'll be good. Uh, I'm in my film and TV show t-shirt jumper thing. That's it, jumper with my t-shirt on underneath. Uh, done by Sorella Print, so you can get all your tees uh, and everything from Sorella Print. And they will be actually be at uh, at the Lowdown Film Festival. If you are listening on the podcast and you are an aspiring filmmaker or you know people in the film industry who do short films, uh, we are doing a free to enter and free to attend film festival here in Peterborough in September. We are doing it as a mixture of uh, film festival, highbrow film festival, and uh, comic cons, basically. So we've got mm. traders, we've got some famous people coming, we've got workshops and panels and everything. And um, it'd be really good if uh, if you know anybody that that wants to enter, uh, you can find us on Film Freeway. So if you know what that is, then uh, then find us on there, or if not, just go to filmfreeway dot com forward slash lowdown film festival, and you can submit via that. Uh, we are on Twitter um, at lowdown uh, ff. Well, we're also on Twitter at the Film um, yeah. FTV Show, or The FTV Show, and also on Facebook and Instagram as well. So, um, unpopular opinions. <laughs> Who wants mm. to go first? Shall we consult Twitter first and well, go yeah, via Twitter? Twitter? I feel like we owe uh, everyone listening everyone knows my unpopular like, uh, <laughs> a chance to just say that these are unpopular opinions. They may not necessarily be ours either. So please keep listening after this show. <laughs> yes, yes. There are some cracking ones here, okay? So we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll go through them mm. and we can stop and talk about specific ones yeah. as we go, as yes. we go along. Whether we agree or disagree. Absolutely. So um, at Sudden Double Deep, okay, <laughs> tweeted, I've seen The Shining three times and I still don't understand what the big deal is. <laughs> and I actually agree <laughs> with him on that because I don't like The Shining at all. I think it's... a bland horror film it's not even psychologically thrilling 
I think it's an all right. Yeah, I I have to agree. Like you can say as much as you think. Like Stanley Kubrick's a visionary and everything, and but ultimately it it is showing its age a little bit. And yeah, yeah. I mean that's uh, what I was going to say. It, it's not exactly up to par. A bit like The Exorcist, really. Like everyone in back in the day used to think that was truly horrific, but comparatively to nowadays, it is a little bit tame. Uh, and The Shining is showing its age. But then again, it was a long time ago. I think that's 1970s? Something like that. I don't know. It's yeah. it it's just... It, it has aged terribly. And, yeah, and it is has. it because, it, in in some ways, <clears throat> I, I wonder, with, with films like that that have been out for such a long time and have, and have had such a, a status for such a long time, that do you go in with a perception of it's going to be this amazing, groundbreaking film? It and has it, to be it, that sort of... Oh, I and have to love this. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and like if if you like you say it, it hasn't aged particularly well in mm. terms of the filmography, and 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 it's one of those films you know you know all the kind of awesome scenes in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. With like the you know because they're pop the culture door, references you know, like, mainly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. which I think so it loses a lot of impact. The, the impact because you know all the the kind of killer scenes. But that, that that's what start. we find with a lot of films nowadays is that especially mm. the older films, the pop culture references now that people know about kind of give the impression that the film is amazing and really it's just dog shit. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's dog shit, but I'd definitely say that it's one of those... You can tell what's good about it, obviously. It, yeah. It's got great actors, uh, they do amazing performances, and there's a lot of visual storytelling. But at the same time, it because obviously it's so well known now you know the story beats you know how it's going to end uh there's not much to tell by watching it yeah uh and like and it's been parodied in so many different ways yeah right? so as in the most recently was ready player one yeah uh and that was a nice touch and i actually enjoyed the sort of refresh and like using of it it was actually a, no- a better take on the film than the film itself yeah i think i thought i found <laughs> actually you're right like the 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 woman in the bathtub bit. Yeah, that was that was like more scary to me in Ready Player One than it was in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's it's. But awesome. that was that potentially because you weren't expecting it, or like you know, no, because I'd, kind of... I'd seen it before, but it was just I think it was a different uh, different camera angles. You knew what was going to happen, but it added uh, not that I really liked them that much. It added a sort of cheap jump scare to it, which yeah. actually yeah. <laughs> actually made it a little bit better. Yeah, and it was nice to see. Um, because it was also you're sort of with oh, what's the character's name the uh, the woman that plays uh, the best friend to yeah and you, you're sort of with you're with, asking me and I've I've kind of watched it and I've gone meh and oh. I've just watched it for the sake of it being on the telly yeah but um, it's you're seeing it from the character's perspective rather than your own perspective yes right, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's not um, you sort of you know what's coming but the character doesn't and it's kind of entertaining just to see them freak yeah. out and yeah yeah know. yeah run away okay um afc film geek has put Shaun of the dead is the most overrated comedy it isn't even that funny and i don't get the amount of hype this film gets afc film geek shut your face (laughs) (laughs) that is an unpopular opinion bet bet you that might be american maybe i don't i I don't think so sometimes there's like a mistranslation when it comes to british humor um, yeah. Even though it's Ed, no Edgar Wright's British. Yeah. What am I saying? Um, yeah. It's but, but again, is it is it is it another film where 
again, you know a lot of the beats. Probably a lot of people that have been told to go and see it. Probably know a lot of the beats, or they've. And comedy you know, is really subjective. It, it, it if is, you don't find you know, something funny, right. uh, someone else probably will. And yes, yeah, so. just to say they are from England. Oh well, so, yeah. Like I said, comedy is subjective. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's one of those films that people may not necessarily get or understand, but it's a it's kind of. It's kind of a parody, kind of not a parody of Day of the Dead, yeah, yeah, uh, Day of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead. But it's done so well, and it's acted so well, and to us, obviously, we find it funny. But then this Mm. is why it's an unpopular opinion. You know, someone thinks that they don't. Again, like now, now I would watch it again, and I'm. I'm going for those kind of catchphrase moments where you're, you know, I'm kind of saying it along or saying it just yeah. in advance of what they're, you know, like with Hot Fuzz, a similar film. Yeah. Like, yep. You're just like, you know, oh, I, did you tell him play playtime's over? It's like, no, oh, I forgot, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I punched him into a freezer, said, "Chill out." Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, you, th- those bits just make me laugh. And then, yeah. but then, you know, if I watched it as a sit down and, and just watch the film. I'd probably be like, ah, kind of switch off. But yeah. Yeah. it's a film, nice film to have on in the background and be watching and, and waiting for those kind of those special moments yeah. that you really enjoy. Okay. AFC Film Geek, you've you, you've torn us there. Yeah. You've torn us. So well done. Um, the Cine Blog has put, um, ha, 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 nice idea. I thought Raging Ball was dull, misogynistic, and just not that good. Um, I kind of agree. I, I think I agree with that as well. I, in, I, it's, a, it's a boxing film and... I, I like boxing and I like boxing films and but there is a part of me that just feels it didn't have the same impact on me as the Rocky franchise and I know I know you shouldn't probably be comparing it to different anything types else. of films yeah but, but it's still it's apples and oranges and yeah is yeah. it again a film of its time though and and of what, Ooh, bo- of what, Rockies, of what boxing yeah but of what boxing was more in that time. I don't know. I, just, I would, I mean, com- you know, I'd compare Raging Bull more to Million Dollar Baby than I would do Rocky for the mm. for the the type both of boring. Well, yeah, <laughs> a Million Dollar Baby is just awful. But no, because of the the style of cinematography and production within right. the film, mm. whereas Rocky is very much kind of like an actiony type thing, where uh, Raging Bull is more of a steady build up mm-hmm. sort of uh, intense drama. Yeah, as opposed to sort of action that you would yeah, get from yeah. Rocky, maybe there was um, there was a movie recently with uh, uh, it was Robert De Niro in Raging Bull, wasn't it? It was. Um, it was Robert De Niro and Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I think it was called Knockout or something, something like that. Yeah, um, I watched it, and it was basically, although they didn't have the rights to both Rocky and Raging Bull, it was pretty much what if they had met. Uh, in their careers, and they were now elderly men that wanted to still fight. Yeah, uh, that was a funny take on it, but for for the raging bull, yeah, I'm, yeah, no, I'm I'd not, go, not agree that with this. Much of a fan. Right now, the next couple are very contentious. Okay, <laughs> so so real feels pod has put Top Gun is not a good movie. It, that's kind of true, though. No, it's no. a good bad movie, though. It, it, it's a bad good movie. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I no, it's a good bad movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a bad movie, it's but, it, but it's, it's good. So bad. Yes, yeah. Yeah. but it's still it's still a good movie, and it's still one that you can watch. It's okay. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 iron out a few things. Uh, it is complete make believe in terms of its reality to real sort of air. Yeah, force but so is EastEnders and Coronation Street. Exactly. People love it. it that's true. Um, but it bears no reality, but it tries to be, and. 
it's super cheesy, like super cheesy. It's an eighties film. What do you expect? I, I mean, like I'm on board with you. I, I enjoy Top Gun. I will watch it every time it comes on TV. But you cannot argue to me that it is a good quality movie. Yes, I can. <laughs> well, of I mean, course, I you mean, are. I mean, the soundtrack. It's you, Richard. <laughs> the, the soundtrack is is brilliant. It's very mm-hmm. typical eighties. The, the acting is cheesy, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Iceman. <laughs> yeah, and the names are a bit shit as well. Let's yeah. be honest. But Goose. <laughs> I wonder who's going to die. But it, al- it almost know, feels right? like it's trying to it, it's trying to poke fun at itself without, even though it's not meant to. It's, be, it's right? maybe. Do you know yeah. what I mean? In terms of it, it, you know, one of those films where it's not quite gone down as far the road as like your Hot Fuzz kind of film where they are intentionally throwing this in yeah, but, but it's so hammy that you kind of like but then when you go back to the 80s I tell you what they it's wouldn't like. have seen it that cheesy it's it's the 80s version of Fast and the Furious because it's got the same sort of things do you know what actually yeah yeah, you're probably right there but they just yeah, didn't make a franchise out of it <laughs> Oh, that would have been dope, though. Like, Can you imagine? Franchise well, aren't they making guns? a new Top Gun? They are making yeah. a new Top Gun. Yeah. Well, well, they're talking about it. But... Cross my fingers for a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're making a franchise out of everything. Like, more franchises. <laughs> yeah, that's All exactly what we need. I bet, you, I bet you they will try and make a third at oh, least. 100%. If, if number two does well. well. But then is it, and someone said this to me before, is it, um, it was my friend Stuart Giddens, actually. He said that with the films that are coming out now, is it the nostalgia that is getting me excited yeah. or yeah, is it yeah, the films? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. And I was kind of thinking, actually, it's not the films. It's mm. the nostalgia. Yeah. Star it's, Wars, Jurassic Park, still it, it, playing on nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because I'm reverting back to when I was younger yeah. and I'm thinking... Well, that's, uh, that's why they've rehashed all these, like, even, yeah. like the t- even the children's cartoons like Thundercats and... Transformers. They, they were th- all. Are they making a Thundercats? I'm still movie? trying to. Wait. I'm still waiting for a Thundercats <laughs> yeah, movie. You know, like in, in terms of no, in terms of the cartoons on TV, they are new versions of the cartoons we were yeah. watching as children, right? And it's not because the kids are going to necessarily like them. It's, it's because the adults yeah. are going to watch them because they want to. Because we've got the, the money. cartoon they had yeah. as a kid, right? And like, yeah. But I think it is just nostalgia is just playing on everything nowadays. And, yeah. and when he said that, I was kind of like. Actually, yeah, mm, you're, you're, you're right there. So yeah, thanks for that. Everything is 80s rehashes at yeah. the moment. So thanks for that, Stuart. Um, okay, so there's a few on this one. So let me finish before we start, okay? All right, Alex, so, the table. So, <laughs> yeah, just walk out. You just, just prepare yourself. <laughs> Triggered. Um, okay, so False Starts Pod has put, I don't really care for the Harry Potter series. My wife loves it. It's on three times a year. I've never been able to watch one from start to end. I've been to Wizarding World, the studio tour, and seen Cursed Child, and I don't care. Um, the Simpsons is still a good show. Jurassic World 2 looks like utter tosh. And Wonder Woman isn't all that good, especially the final third. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that last one as well. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so let's, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. So the first one. Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. I um, agree. I think, I'm not that keen on Harry Potter. I think there are good movies in the series and bad movies. Overall, I I watch them. I don't necessarily enjoy all of them, but I think it's decent. I there some well, most of them are decent adaptions of the books, and that's what they're there for. Um, I'm not that keen on the books. I, th- I think the, the the thing I always struggle with when I was growing up as a kid is I'd I'd grown up reading Lord Friends, of the Rings, though. which was really. <laughs> You know, they're, they're, it's not meant to be a child-friendly book, right? It's, yeah. it's not meant... No. It's not, it wasn't written for kids. Uh, whereas the struggle. first three, certainly the first three Harry Potter books, you could tell J.K. Rowling was writing 
at a children's audience. And yeah. then when she gets past those three, she's made this blockbuster book series but that you she know, can then go, actually, my audience is not just children. It's yeah. bigger. And then it feels like it takes a, a massive but do you know? But do you know why she did that? Because her audience was growing. Well, no, yeah, because that's... she saw the dollar bills, Well, man. yeah, no, but that's what I mean. In She's... terms of the, the audience, her audience had changed. Instead of just being a children's author, she was now a... Young teen. A, a, a full... Well, a full... She was realising that adults were loving... That adults were going crazy for this, yeah. this book series. Mm. So, well, actually, after book three, the books the book seemed to take a massively darker turn. Yeah, they and did. And tried to be more mature. Yeah. I mean, J.K. Rowling is a lot of things. Well, I think Prisoner <clears> of <throat> we'll did pivot on that darkness anyway. Yeah, um, yeah it did. But yeah, I, there are lots and lots and lots of fans, and I wouldn't say I'm a massive Potter fan, but like, it was a decent world that she crafted. I enjoyed uh, watching them when I grew up. I enjoyed reading the books, especially. Uh, I think the books are far and above way Absolutely. better than the movies. Um, but I just don't think. Well, the new uh, Fantastic Beasts has nowhere near the same pull, or at least what I think it has zero uh, attraction. To me, compared to the original Potter uh, movies, yeah, I'm not. That uh, I think about. I've just grown out of it. To be mm. fair, Again, yeah, yeah you were. We were obviously ch- yeah. at school, right? We were. Yeah, we were, we were the target audience. Eight, nine, when because, when those books were coming out. Yeah. So yeah, and now we're now we're grown. We're it's kind of like yeah, <laughs> yeah. less interested. You know? And yeah. what was the next so one? so they so uh, false starts have also put Simpsons is still a good show. No, I'll disagree. No. I would disagree. I haven't watched it since I was like sixteen. But, but it's, in, so. it's interesting because I. I when I stopped watching The Simpsons was when I started watching Family Guy and I found Family Guy really funny. I've now got to the point where Family Guy isn't funny anymore. No. I... And like, for the last five seasons, so probably since, since season eight, nine, I've been finding it less and less funny. The and same happened with boring. South Park, though. You know, exactly, mm. right? same happened and with it, South Park. It's, you're kind of hitting a, flogging a dead yeah. horse. Well, no. That's the problem with, like, obviously having a, a sitcom-style com- uh, cartoon comedy. Mm. You eventually do run out of ideas. Yep. But it was it was actually interesting. What I found interesting about Family Guy, and it's a, a slight departure, but I found that the more swearing and vulgarity they had in the later series, once they got to a point where they were allowed to do it, actually the less funny it was. Because yeah. the, the points where they were having to make jokes were actually they couldn't use the swearing to make make it funny it made them have to work harder to make yeah. it funny, right? So yeah. it was actually funnier because you didn't have that, mm. that in yeah. it. You know, not that I've got anything against the, the kind of swearing in humour. No. It's, it's fine. But now it feels like they're constantly using that and it's actually because of a lack of creativity yeah. to, to make it yeah. funny, you know. Um, yeah. the, the, we'll, we'll move on to Jurassic World 2. Looks like out of Tosh. Well, Jurassic World 1 was out of Tosh, so why um, would Jurassic yeah. World 2 be any different? Jurassic World 1 was just a cash grab. From, Which is what uh, Jack and the Geek Stalk have actually put. Jack and the Geek Stalk actually put Jurassic World is one of the worst films in recent years. So yeah. with those two there, I, I would agree because I think it's just, it, not only is it trying to play on nostalgia, but it's tried to take Chris Pratt, who seems to be in everything at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, using his popularity to draw you into a film that's yeah, pretty garbage. It's like they used to do it with, with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck yeah. and... You know Tom Cruise, it was, mm. and even Will Smith to some extent. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can pretty much guarantee you that Chris Pratt's character in the original Jurassic World, when it was being drafted, was probably scripted to die at some point. Yeah. But uh, once they got Chris Pratt on board, they wanted uh, sequels, so they yeah. decided to write him. Yeah. Into well, and he, he just felt like, why am I watching Star Lord in a? In a, in a in a Jurassic Park well, I think movie. that's just like, you unable to. Well, well no, no, To be honest, in, actually, in Chris this... Pratt only plays Chris Pratt. And yeah, I will he can't. Say this. Yeah. I've I've seen him in Parks and Rec, and I've seen him in mostly uh, all the other stuff that he's done, like Passengers, uh, 
like guardians and stuff and he just plays the joker yeah well not not, not dc joker. joker but no like, no no he as, plays as a joker yeah. a role as as yeah. a joker he plays a jackass basically yeah yeah a little bit um so yeah and then the last one they put was wonder woman isn't all that good a movie especially the final third i have my i have my issues with with wonder woman and it stems deeper than just the the final third being a bit bland it's a good movie i do think it's a good movie but i have issues that stem probably a bit deeper into the film mm. i think the third part feels rushed i don't like the main villain uh, reveal uh, mm-hmm. I won't get into it too much, but I think it's a cheap reveal because yeah. there's nothing that alludes to it in the rest of the movie. No, uh, I I think generally the the way that she beats said villain is just. Uh, but that, that's know, the that's awful. the kind of classic DC over, over um, CGIing of the final yeah. villain, right? And and, yeah, and, and what made Wonder Woman great for me was not. That last, certainly that last fight is is the, my least favorite it's part of the film, right? Yeah, it's completely and, forgettable. Yeah. But but having said that, my wife absolutely loves that film. thinks it's absolutely fantastic, and it she's obviously the exact target audience for it. Yeah, yeah. and from you know it was it was hitting a a market with a female lead which hasn't re- in, in the superhero genre that hasn't been shown up to now you know, no. the, the female characters in Marvel do not compare it will be very interesting lead, to see they? what Marvel's version of a female yes. led well film. exactly yeah, yeah. Captain, with Captain Marvel yeah. you'll see, um, we'll see Marvel's take on it absolutely but I thought the Wonder Woman movie was, was generally pretty great apart from that end bit yeah which I didn't Okay, so uh, break the film, which is at break the film BTF on Twitter. They put Avatar, one of the most overrated films ever made. Don't yes. care for it at all. Oh, so much yeah. yes, so yeah, boring. Yeah, I like. I'll sit and watch it, but it, people it, said it was this groundbreaking, visually well, visual changing movie. And I was yeah. like, it's just yeah, boring. for the time. Yeah, visually, it is, yeah, but it's now what. Ten years out of date. It looks all plastic and rubbery and shiny. Because all the kind of yeah. oh, this is the the first kind of really amazing three D experience. It's like no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It it, it was very blah. Um, Just, Sam no. Worthington, the I don't rate as an actor. Either. Oh no, God. I thought most of the actors were pretty hammy. Again, like, I'm surprised really he hasn't actually done anything really since then. He may have done what Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, yeah, but that, that and the Terminator Woo! Genesis, maybe. Yeah, was he in that? Again, oh yeah, he, no, it was um, the one before Salvation, Terminator Salvation, Salvation. whatever. Again, yeah, forget. with still, Christian Bale. Yeah, mm, it was still dog anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, we have a Hulk pulled. Reservoir Dogs is boring, and they talk way too much in the film. Um, um, I, 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 uh, I, so I saw it, and I, I feel. Again, one of those films that is 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 hyped to. It's this it's um, classic. It, it's film. classed cult as a cult film. classic now, isn't and it? I'm gonna. It say, isn't. <laughs> I'm gonna say, Reservoir Dogs is a good student film. Yes, it's yes. a low budget, uh, cleverly pieced together uh, uh, sort of script, dialogue, acting. Everything's where it needs to be, but it's certainly it, it doesn't excite me. I, I've seen once you see it once. The the, the reveal is done. You don't need yeah. to see it again. Uh, and I do agree that. And, it, and it, I think it's, it's, a very, it's not his best because I'll watch Pulp Fiction over and over yeah. and over. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a film where you are. It, I, I think you're going to either like it or not. Right? Yeah. It, it, it's it's either going to, and especially like in you know coming from a, you know we we obviously talk about lots of different films and stuff. Where mm. where if you whereas if you're just someone who enjoys putting the casual film on, it's probably not your kind of film. You're I mean, you could write. You could write a thesis on Reservoir Dogs if you wanted, 
but it's not one that I'll put. Looking for, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not going to put a DVD on to write a thesis. No, 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 exactly. Um, I would go one one step further and say that Quentin Tarantino is probably one of the most overrated writers and directors of our time. I think that his work is very samey. He's very lazy in his direction style. He's taken. Old style Japanese direction, uh, and he basically used it over and over and over and over. It's got to the point where you know what's coming from a Tarantino film, and yeah, I because do think it says the on newest ones. Yeah. Well, every time it says on a film, a film by Quentin Tarantino, I'm like, I don't really care. I'm not going to go and watch that now, then, because it doesn't bother me. Ever after you take away Pulp Fiction, and probably take away Django Unchained, all the rest yeah. are very, very samey. They yep. are. Yep. They're very similar in their style. The dialogue is almost identical in terms of delivery and writing style. The mm. cinematography is very much the same, going for that very bland, very boring. Um, all this could be done in a student garage type film. I mean, The Hateful yeah. Eight. Mm. Oh, that was awful. I, that was probably one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. It was boring. It was so self-involved. It tried to be a real serious film and I just can't, couldn't help thinking that Adam Sandler's version The oh, like Ridiculous it. Six The Ridiculous yeah. Six was actually a better film and that was a shocking film but I actually I thought that that was a better film but I just think That's think, my unpopular opinion that I love that film that I just, It's not what, that what's bad dreadful? Magnificent Seven, Magnificent so Seven the, the, the one that was meant to be the serious one where it's kind of the modern take on... It's Denzel Washington, film. Chris Yeah, Pratt. oh, yeah. And, it's okay. It's okay. It's not a bad Taylor film. Taylor Lautner is not in that. That is Ridiculous Six. Get your facts no, right. Well, it's, it was bad. I remember watching it, expecting it to be really good, and it just being like, oh, is is this it? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, well, I didn't, no, it may just be that you don't like westerns. Maybe. Yeah, it could, uh, it could I would be. definitely recommend starting to watch Godless just to see if you like that, because mm. that is the epitome of a really good... TV series that's set in the West. Mm. Yeah. I'd just like to say that with our, our thinking around Pulp Fiction, Jim, yeah. Bob, Jim Bob Squarepants at Vintage GT actually agrees with us. He says, I can live with this. I've always found it very average when stood next to Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown. I don't think much to Jackie Brown personally. No. I'm not a fan of it, but I can see where it's coming from when it comes to, to Pulp Fiction. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, uh, Peg Alloy at The Media Witch, she put, There Will Be Blood is a tiresome slog of a film mainly due to the talky, stagnant scenes between Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Dano. Uh, both are wonderful actors, but those scenes between them in the film are deathly dull. Um, I can't say yes or no. I didn't watch it because I had no interest in watching it. It looked like a pile of tosh yeah. anyway, so um, I will so probably right. say you're probably right there, yeah. Um, at Nerds Chatting, I have never seen nor have any inclination to watch The Room starring Tommy Wissou. Uh, I didn't understand the obsession that people have with it because I've never seen it. I will never be obsessed with a bad movie for being bad. Honestly, and he's quite right to avoid it. Like, you, don't, you don't need to see it. to, to, to like. It's one of those films where like, go on YouTube and watch ten the ten like highlights from the film that will take about all of three minutes and you'll understand why it's yeah. kind of spoken but about. But it is, it is a terrible film. But why, and why should people go and watch a film because it's terrible? Mm. It's honestly, a terrible film. I mean, it's don't more, it's don't watch more, it. It's more people need feel like they need to watch it because they need it to reference the pop culture references. I'm right? genuinely to, upset you know. that they actually made a follow-up movie with uh, the Disaster Franco brothers. Us. No, it wasn't yeah. a follow-up, was it? It's a remake. 
Well, it wasn't. It, it, was, it, was, uh, it was meant to be a almost a documentary, or a re- inverted commas, yeah. of them filming the film and, and how that kind of yeah. went down and all that kind of stuff. And, and people are like, oh, it's brilliant. It just brings so. more attention to a bad movie that should never have been... Like had any attention? Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't get it, I, and I, I, I agree with you. Nerds chatting. There um, are also there are uh, worse. No, sorry, there are better worse movies than that. Like there, if if you want something to genuinely laugh at, uh, watch Samurai Cop. It's really difficult to find, um, but if you watch it, it is a like straight up. Uh, we're talking the hammiest. Like this is this is my baseline for zero score out of ten, uh, and and you can see the clear reshoots because the guy obviously shaved his hair and they put a woman's wig on top of him. Brilliant! Uh, it's just it's just That's awful, hilarious. but really really. See good now that fun. that's the idea of a really good bad film. Street Fighter. That is a really good bad film for yes. me. Mm. Yeah, it is really absolutely good bad film. For um, me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that line. Oh. Um, right, so Game of Chris at Innsmouth X Shade has put Suicide Squad was excellent. No, sorry. I yeah. no, like as you guys probably that, know, I'm a DC fan, and no, are you really? I didn't realize you were well, a DC okay. fan. Fanboy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, just no. This leads into a really good point that I wrote down thinking about unpopular opinions. I'm going to say uh, it held the most promise out of any DC film. It did have the most promise. It yeah. over over promised and massively under delivered. Yeah. I was so underwhelmed by it all. I thought that Jared Leto's Joker was the worst incarnation of him mm. ever. I thought that Margot Robbie overacted massively her mm-hmm. part, Harley Quinn. Um, I thought Will Smith was the wrong choice to play Deadshot, although he was probably the best character out of a lot of them. Yeah. And I thought casting, um, well, who was it, Cara Delevingne? Oh. Was it her? Oh, yeah. As oh, the yeah. bad, uh, casting a model. That stands for two hours with her hands waving in the air. Literally no, there's nothing Doing else. a hula hoop dance. Oh, yeah. Uh, it yeah, looks like that. a hula yeah. hoop dance yeah, for the hips. Kind of style. So they, they literally put her in there because they, they class her as, quote, pretty. No, no, pretty damn average. Yeah, and that was uh, David Ayer. Yeah, she should yeah, stick yeah. to the bloody catwalk. Well, yeah, but that was a film like even in the build-up to it coming out. I mean, I know me and you, Alex, have talked about it a lot. Yeah, it was well, the wrong we've... timing for that film in the DC Extended Universe to come out because you haven't met <laughs> any of these people before. We had a whole podcast on this. You know, yeah. and, yeah. and you know, again, having Joker too much in the film. Like, it, if you're you going to put him in, either yeah. he's the main villain, yeah. or he's barely in it, and he's yeah. just like flashback scenes for like. Yeah. You know, he's less than ten minutes of the film. He's going to be in it. You you either build up the hype for his own movie, or you have him as the villain. You don't go halfway and be like, "Oh, we'll cash in on the Joker by having him in as many scenes that are completely irrelevant." Yep. And then yeah, you've got this enchantress villain who's who's barely spoken about. Oh no, with a laser beam in the sky. Yeah. (laughs) But but the, the thing that gets me with Jared Leto is that it was just so poor. He was he, he. I don't care well, about I, whether he was trying to be method and doing all this stuff. He 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 should stick to his singing. Basically, I mean, he's a better singer than he is an actor. I think with the amount of makeup uh, and the amount of eccentricities, I think a lot of actors could have done just the same as Jared Leto. I, th- I think when you're you're going you're you're in you know in your in your mindset as an actor, you're thinking right. I've got to do something different to Heath Ledger. 
and and try and to- and not necessarily try and top it, but try and equal it. And that is an incredibly hard thing. To it do is, and he me. went completely the wrong way and, with yeah, it. Yeah, but then well, he, he just it's not tried always too his choice, though. Let's, and yeah, let's yeah, remember that much? it would probably be up to the the scriptwriters and David Ayer as to how the Joker look would look. Yeah, and like the and costume, how he, yeah, all that kind of like, the scenes he has and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Um, okay, so Jim Davoth at Trey underscore Valeska. But Mystery Men is one of the biggest cinematic abortions ever put to film, and Ishtar is good. Well, I've never seen Ishtar. Never seen Ishtar. Don't. I, I actually quite like Mystery Men for its cheesiness. You know. I've watched it once, and I wasn't... Well, I, I liked some of the ideas. I didn't like the overall uh, product. No, it's, it's basically, it's a parody, isn't it? It's a parody that's not meant to be a parody, but it is a parody of like superhero group films and they're they're basically normal people Mm. with stupid ass powers like the guy who does Hank Azaria he's he can throw forks yeah brilliant you've got the shoveler yeah the shoveler um yeah you've got Ben Stiller as Mr. Rage something like that yeah which just reminds me of his character from Friends more than anything oh yeah yeah um I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion but I can't really stand Ben Stiller. No, I can't either. No, I think I don't know what's really what it's about. Never him. enjoyed. See, Zoolander for me, Zoolander is probably the worst ever, one of the worst ever films I've ever seen. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what's supposed to be so great about it. I think it's a an absolute pile of turd, and it's just a waste of money. It's not funny. It's not original. It's not. Um, a lot of the even interesting. The, the jokes are tiresome. They they've been done. A million times over. I think the funniest thing I've ever seen Ben Stiller in was um, Dodgeball. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's got to be Dodgeball. One of the one or of Tropic Thunder ties between. Well, yeah, oh. Thunder, that's good though. But that's yeah. not necessarily that's not him that's being RDJ. good. That's other people. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's, that's yeah. other people yeah. being in the film, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. RG Day, RDJ steals it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Can I can I can I chuck an unpopular opinion? One I thought about on the way over here. Yeah, right? go for so it. A film I watched recently um, with. Uh, Harrison Ford in Blade okay. Runner. I did not enjoy that film. I watched no, it and I was like, "This is meant to be an amazing film." And I was sitting. Mm. There, I mean, I don't know if I just wasn't in the right mood for it or what. It just okay. So I was just bored. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in to defend Blade Runner. Depends on the cut you got because there are loads of cuts out there, uh, and it's not easy to find the right cut. But if you get the right one, you've got some. Uh, some sort of voiceover work done by Harrison Ford as an inner, inner monologue. Uh, it does help out because for the original theatrical cut of Blade Runner, uh, there are some s- severely lengthy silent scenes where you're just supposed to interpret the, what the character's trying to think. I've, I think I've got the extended director's cut. I, oh, okay. I don't know what that means. It's sort of like... in, does it imply that he's a replicant by the end of it? Not really, no. Does someone leave? Well, a that's not pig? what I came. For. Okay, well, yeah. Well, we, we won't talk about this for, like, too much, but yeah, it's. I just, I was just sat there and I was like, again, I know it's not meant to be an action movie or anything, but I just felt bored and I was kind of half tempted to switch off because it's a yeah. really long film as well. I, I, I like, I'm with you, Andrew. I didn't mm, really like Blade Runner. It's, it, I, I wasn't really into it. I was mm. just kind of like. Like you, I was watching is, it because I, I'd heard that it was this great, yeah. amazing film, and then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the same. I don't, I don't know. I, the acting I really enjoy, uh, cinematography, the world building. There, there are lots of things in the movie I love. I do agree that it has some problems, especially depending on the cuts. 
but there are just some really good moments in it i definitely agree that it's not an action film it's probably best described as something like a sci-fi thriller or a sci-fi crime Mm, yeah um but yeah i I do agree it has some problems but it's not terrible no i mean again, if it's it's just showing his age a bit now that i'm just a bit like you know i would definitely not be like oh what what's the mood for me today Oh, Blade Runner mood. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> yes. But I, no. I enjoyed it when I watched it. Cool. Um, Seb Reeves, at the real Mr. Seb, put Star Wars The Phantom Menace is superior in every way yeah. when compared to The Force Awakens yeah. and The Last Jedi. I think I died. I'm going to let... I'm just going to let Alex go with this one. Okay. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Alex is severely biased in that he thinks Force Awakens was good and The Last Jedi was good. So that, okay. that's, a, that's okay, a bad point to start your, from. Calm your words right now. <laughs> Calm your words, because yes, the Force Awakens. Okay, let's let's start from the beginning because he addresses the Phantom Menace and says it's superior. There are some good. No, 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 no. He says far superior. Far, okay, mm, far superior. <laughs> Let, let's deal with this guy for a second. <laughs> We're about to lose one subscriber. Um, no, it's not. Let's just point it out. The Phantom Menace is probably the weakest of all of them. Uh, I'm just going to say the only redeeming quality is obviously the introduction of proper choreographed lightsaber battles, uh, and Darth Maul owns it, and he should have been in all three of the prequels, but I'll get onto that some other time when we talk about how I'm going to fix all the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. uh, generally, yeah, there's a, there's overuse of CGI. Like It's beyond apparent that George Lucas fell in love with computers at some point, and that was his offspring with it. Uh, Jar Jar Binks is dreadful absolutely dreadful jake lloyd is a, an overrated child actor uh, who has severe problems today but let's not get into that either generally it's just a mishmash of really terrible ideas that were mainly used to get marketing and toys out there to kids to capitalize on star wars fandom again yeah well uh, i mean like, like i said because there's that uh, i can't remember what it's called the um the order in which you should watch the Star Wars films. It's uh, the Machete it Order. The Machete Order, right, where they the guy actually says, you know what, you don't actually need to watch episode one at all. You start, so it it, it yeah. adds nothing. Mm. Like, you can start from episode two, it goes, and uh, it makes complete sense. It goes episode two, four, five, three, and then six. That's the Machete Order. Because you start oh, off you with... Four, five, two, three, six. No. You, you, don't, you go do four, five before you get to... The reveal that, or you, so you get the reveal that Anakin is the father, and then you go back to episode two to find out how Anakin became Darth Vader. No, you, you then st- you go to episode six to find the culmination of. No, you start off story. with the Clone Wars, uh, and the build up to that. You cut at the end when you obviously see Anakin and Padme falling in love. Uh, you cut to um, episode four. Episode four, which is the start of Luke's stuff. You build up to episode two, uh, Empire, Empire Strikes Back. I'm going to have to go by these names. Yeah. Uh, so that you get the reveal that he is the father. Uh, at that point, you cut back to episode three to watch his fall. And so that they're both Luke and Anakin are on equal footing for Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But, but the, the principle being like, you can cut episode one from the entire yeah. story without losing nothing. anything. And so... But I, 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 I mean, when the, the did, thing is, when again, did Luke mention his father winning a pod race? <laughs> was that like, ever and, and, necessary? You know, episode one again. I think for me, it was great. Like we were kids when it came out. It was all the the lightsaber mm. battle was the awesome bit about the film. Yeah, double, that is why that is what, <laughs> that is why you watch it, right? That is the pretty much the entire reason. And uh, so I'm going to go to my unpopular know. opinion, which you so gladly introduced before starting. <laughs> I do enjoy the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. 
Okay. There's been a lot of hate, a lot of hate for The Last Jedi on the media, but it's not as bad as everyone says. There are some awful scenes in it. Yes, I quite agree that the Mary Poppins bit was awful, but generally it's a step away from using the old style uh, of the storytelling. You've got something slightly different. They didn't use a super weapon, thankfully. No, but they had a hoth battle. Yeah. But you can... Standard. That's the that's the middle film, Alec. We're at the middle film of the trilogy. It's a hoth battle. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you also but, but don't forget. He says it's salt, not snow, because yeah, they needed to clarify that's, that. That's the salt the of all the tears from all the fans. <laughs> um, no, no, it's it's not as bad. And like, yes, there's some visual elements that they used before, but likewise, it's a nice thing to call back to certain things. They also did some different moves, which gained some hatred among the fans, some ire, uh, but likewise, at least Rian, uh, Rian Johnson was brave enough to attempt to move it away in a different direction, rather than just doing what J.J. Uh, Abrams did with The Force Awakens, that was taking a few too many beats. Uh, I think The Force Awakens is actually quite a good movie, cinematography, uh, sort of camera-wise, uh, because they used a lot of physical props, uh, they relied on physical sets, rather than going to the prequels, which obviously overused CGI. Uh, I do think there were certain actors that shone, and cer- certain ones that didn't, a.k.a. Daisy Ridley. Um, and then it was dreadful. John Boyega did an okay job. Nah. He he did exactly what he needed to in terms of the character, who was obviously hellishly, affl- hellishly afraid of the First Order and didn't want to go back. It just, it just like, I mean, we, we could we could talk about this all day. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. For, I mean, for me, the 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 opposite to that would be, I felt oh, Force, Awak- Force Awakens. Star. Force Awakens was, I didn't feel like I was watching a new film, and like I totally get there's a there's definitely a need to make it feel like it fits in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But like with Rogue One, there were still some elements like there's the Atats. There's, oh, there was. Oh, there's, come there's, on. There's, there's the Death Star is in it, but it felt like a a different story it didn't feel like I was watching a film I'd seen before yeah but Rogue Whereas One had Force its Awakens own and problems and Last which... Jedi I didn't Four. but anyway let us move on with anyway the... yes let, let, let us <laughs> move on yes we could um, Gillian Kerouish at Fire Bride per Pacific Rim was effing awesome come at me that's I actually not... really liked Pacific Rim. I wouldn't say that's an unpopular opinion because it was obviously so popular that they made a sequel. Yeah, but I <laughs> think films don't need to be popular. We're talking about Transformers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Films don't okay. need to be popular. They just need to have a sort of... They need to make money, though. Yeah. Yes, they do. But they also need to have some sort of cult following. Mm. I mean, mm. let's be honest, it didn't set the the box office alight. It didn't really set DVD sales alight. It was only really when it was released on things like Amazon and Netflix that people started to watch it and the figures started to rise because it was like, hang on a minute, this is actually a decent film. But is, is it because it's a, it's kind of... I, I, I use trashy in, in, a, in a very light way in terms of it's a trashy action film that you can just stick on where actually you don't really need to be paying attention. But like, it's not... You, you just stick on in the background and... It's a really weird movie, to See, I don't think it's trashy, though. I think it's, it's quite a clever film, you know, using... In, it's completely it's, offbeat to me because it's Guillermo del Toro directing and he usually does, like, really sort of dark sinister yeah. things and he's just done like a japanese anime style rock, big mech sock and robots basically. yeah yeah basically and that's awesome 
Uh, yeah, it's awesome. You know, but it's like completely out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's and not he, his typical. I mean, look at Pan's Labyrinth, or even look at mm, the the Shape of weird. Water, or Hellboy, like or Hellboy. That. They're they're all very similar. Mm. I mean, Christ, the Shape of Water could practically be Hellboy. Yeah, technically. Yeah, with that uh, Abe. With Abe Sapien, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I enjoyed Pacific Rim in terms of the action scenes, not so much the actual characters. Idris Elba was awesome. Though. Yeah, but the rest of the characters were quite for, they were quite forgettable and interchangeable. Although I did like his his daughter. Uh, yeah. The I can't think what her name is, but mm, can I? but that's how much I paid attention. But I do like Idris Elba's. I just but that, that's what I mean in terms of the kind of. It's an action flick that you're not really paying that much attention to the plot yeah. and the storyline. It's more about the kind of action sequences that kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah, no, I get, I get that. It's, it's for a very I, kind of... I'll tell you what. Audience. It's what Godzilla and King Kong, the most recent one, Skull, uh, Skull Island, should have been. Yeah. It, it's mm. it's that sort of... They took themselves way too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yep. And Pacific Rim had enough to joke about it because, you know, he picks up a, a ship and hits it like, like a baseball bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, they even do the... Um, uh, the What's it? The Newton's Cradle bit, where yeah, yeah. it punches all the way through and just taps it, and it's like that's that's corny, but it's fun. But it is fun, yeah. And you've also got um, Ron Perlman getting yeah. getting eaten, yeah, and then spat out again. It's just like <laughs> that's awesome. That is brilliant. But yes, so uh, I, I actually I, I liked it. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good film. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Rob Turner at Reynard City, who is a great artist, by the way. I met him cool. at. Uh, nor Norcon right, is yeah. a fantastic artist. Um, I like Justice League. Yes, yes. <laughs> Notice well, you're the only one cheering for that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that that's, that's, no, it's that's an two people. Opinion, then. Right? It's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah that so, is a like, definite unpopular. Opinion. So, we, 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 so thanks for that, Rob. But we're going to move on. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> well, they, they've heard, they've heard my thoughts on Justice um, League before, so we don't need to. So, twentieth century geek you, pod at twentieth. Geek Pod put um, Guardians of the Galaxy two and four three Thor three are nothing special, and Legends of Tomorrow is the best CW superhero oh, show. Ugh. So ugh. Guardians well, two is great. No. Thor three, I agree with. Thor, I think four, Thor three is rubbish. I, I'm not a massive fan of Thor three. I only like it because it tees up Infinity War. Yeah, mm. that's the only I mean, it, reason I like it. Is the, it speaking like we, of Infinity War, we, we, we were talking in the car on the way over about you know the the kind of the the recent crop of Marvel films before Infinity War, and for me, Thor is not bad because it's a bad film in itself. It's because of the way it departs from. Thor 1 and 2, and the characters feel very different, yeah. and it feels like it's trying to be too funny. Well, it suffers from Deadpool and, syndrome. Yeah, yeah, and and that's think, the reason it's bad, because it's trying to be something else when actually they should have just carried on in the way they were going originally. I, yeah. like, I understand that it's a big tonal shift, but I really did enjoy it, um, partly because it breathes a lot of fresh air into a, to me, one of the most dull... Uh, depictions uh, of a Marvel character. I really, really loved Thor back in the before there the were ori- movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the original one, uh, I really enjoyed as well. I think Kenneth Branagh did a fantastic job bringing that to to light. Uh, in terms of when it moved on to the Avengers, Infin- uh, and then not Infinity War, um, Age of Ultron? Dark World. Oh, Dark was, World. Yeah, Dark World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just suddenly made him into a sort of two dimensional joke in itself. Yeah, and he was completely flat. He had no depth as a character, and I think with Thor Ragnarok, it really brought him around as to he is a person. He has multiple sides yeah. that are mm-hmm. kind of yeah. He has a jokey side. It may not always land, uh, and but there was also in Thor Ragnarok uh, more of a 
uh, sort of a depiction into his family life because they're not human after all they're Asgardian and he's lived for like hundreds of years Uh, and it's interesting to see like oh he has a sister Mm -hmm. uh, the relationship with his father and his brother I I get that but for for me it was more the kind of like all his friend you know the Warriors 3 die and you don't even think about it because it's it's moving quickly on to the next joke yeah and there's essentially genocide is happening for the Asgardian people but Thor doesn't seem to give it a second thought that yeah. that's happening because again it's moving on to the next joke and you're like mm. this is it, it for you know you can make a Thor film that's less serious and has that kind of jokey element but the fact that you're then playing into the Ragnarok storyline for me yeah. felt like how can you have this huge basically the end of the Asgardian race as we know it and thousands of people are going to die because only a couple of hundred make it off right there's got yeah, more yeah. than that on the planet and mm, well they do and, say that like as they were leaving the planet and it's destroyed he's like it's not the place it's the people yeah but yeah. there's still a lot of people die but right? still a, and yeah, your yeah. planet dies you, yeah. you don't just get over that like you know no. with a snap of no, fingers but then, but then you know, you know don't mention that. snapping fingers but Guardians 2 I, I actually agree I didn't quite it's hard because I really loved Guardians the first one it was so mm. out of out of left field yeah. the second one just kind of it was good. It was a very, very good film, but I just thought it was very samey. And Ego was underused. Um, I think, again, if you're talking about movies that tried to be too funny, uh, Guardians, Guardians, yeah, like especially with the, with, with the big reveal, obviously, for those people that have hopefully watched it by now. It's been out for ages, so spoiler alert. Uh, when it's revealed that Ego has killed uh, Peter's mother... Uh, he, they immediately do a David Hasselhoff joke. And I, I just thought it was so poor. It was tasteless. And I, I just figured, yeah, obviously Peter Quill obviously imagined his father to be David Hasselhoff at certain points, but it was just... Well, it, yeah. It was a, it was just a poor you're trying, joke. You're, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're losing the emotional beat that you're trying to get with that, yeah. that you know, he's put the tumour in, in, in his mum yeah. by then making a joke out of it. Yeah. I know, I it's, it is um, in poor taste. But, but that was a film I came out of the cinema going, yeah, that was really great. Whereas Thor Ragnarok, I came out feeling, mm. yeah, that but wasn't, that didn't... I just felt like that... Feel, it feels that good. It had some great emotional moments in Guardians of the Galaxy too, but it just crippled it with poor timed jokes and, yeah, you know, mm. like, yeah, there was no sense of sense of danger for me. Uh, as well, because they go through a ridiculous amount of damage in that movie. Like Peter has like energy tentacles ripping through him, and he's thrown into brick walls. And yeah, he's fine. And he's fine. And it's just like yeah. okay, there's no sense of danger. No, but the same can't be said about Infinity Wars. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> Stop. Anyway, right. Um, <laughs> speaking of of uh, Deadpool, what? Well, WTF? Did you make me watch? At WTF, you make me watch. But everyone seems to love Deadpool. I'm really not a fan. Just not at all. Don't get it. Don't like it. Again, comedy, subjective. Some people will love it. Some people will hate it. Or some people just... I think people... um, Myself, I love it more because it's Ryan Reynolds. Mm. I think more than because it's Deadpool. I mean, the action is is great. Yeah, because he is Deadpool. Because he he literally is the the personification. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what you want to see from an actor is them living... That role, it's like Heath Ledger did as the Joker. He yeah. lived that role, which is why he's so iconic in it. Um, and I think that I love Reynolds more as Deadpool than maybe Deadpool itself. I love the comedy. I love the marketing he, about it. He's so it. fourth wall. Like, you can see from all the 
like Hugh Jackman posts, he's still in the costume and things like that. It's just like... Did you he, see the recent video of him when he's sitting on the bed and yeah. Hugh Jackman's talking? He's just like... And it's just like, he, he is Deadpool full. now. Yeah, that's because, yeah, he loves it. And like that, you know, like you But say, then that's... someone did say to me that Ryan Reynolds really is just an adult version of Van Wilder. Yeah. Which? But, well, I think um, I've read somewhere, don't ask me to cite it, but uh, I read somewhere that Ryan Reynolds did grow up reading a lot of comic books yeah. and his favourite was Deadpool. Yeah. And he took a lot of his comedic inspiration from the actual character. Which, which makes is, sense. Which is why Van Wilder is like the prototype Deadpool, effectively. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and yeah. But, and Ron Reynolds drove that film, right? He he made it happen. Yes, right? he did. Without oh, God, him, yeah. It wouldn't have happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, even now, he's still driving Deadpool mm, 2, even yeah, though it's yeah. out in cinema shortly. You know, the marketing is all him. He's relentless. And it's, and it's a film yeah. like, you know, being an R-rated kind of superhero film it's a film that most directors would go no 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 when an r-rated superhero film will never work because you're cutting away most of your audience he actually that's not most of your audience no. and and he influenced you know, they loved it uh well you can see from wolverine uh the latest one sorry uh logan logan yeah, yeah. well um, that wouldn't have been r-rated without no Deadpool. no no it uh, wouldn't have been then it was batman one of the like there was something r-rated there was a ba- uh, cartoon batman that was r-rated Probably. oh Point. you mean uh the Killing Joke. Yes, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Killing right. Joke, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I think I, I love Deadpool more because it's Reynolds as opposed to Deadpool. So, But mm. I, I can understand why people wouldn't necessarily get it and don't don't like it. It is very... It, it is subjective, like you mm. say, Alex. It is subjective and it is down to whether... And it, and it, it, depend, it depends. If, if you're going in to watch a superhero movie, it's not a superhero movie. No, right? it's not. It's, it's, an, it's, it's, a, it's a comedy movie with... Superhero elements in it and extreme yeah. gratuitous violence. Well, yeah, yeah, but in yeah. terms of that that principle, like, so you need to go in with the right mindset. And yeah, you're not absolutely. Going to see, you know, a superhero have a have this really kind of intense storyline and a kind of yeah. The storyline is almost a byproduct, just just so the jokes have somewhere to land. Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, okay, <laughs> let's quickly move on. Right, geeky nerd at one geeky nerd, but I think Captain America: Civil War should be Avengers: Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I don't see the, like, it's not like, he's not saying, oh, I hated Civil War. No, 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 but he's saying it it should be an Avengers film and not a standalone Captain America film, which a lot of people have said, no, 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 it has to be Captain America. But I actually think he's right. I I actually think it should have been an Avengers. I mean, a lot of it is from Captain America's point of view, but then a lot of it isn't at the same time. Like, There are scenes where Captain America isn't in it. Yeah, there's there's enough where... Which to me strikes of... um, because it's like there are moments where Tony St- Tony Stark is speaking with uh, Natasha, mm. uh, and like in terms of a movie, you wouldn't really have that happen if it wasn't to do with the central character. So it kind of means that Tony Stark is as much of an equal footing. Like, I I always wondered why it was Captain America Civil War. Like, yeah, Avengers, it should have been an Avengers, but I think because they're leading, they were leading up to Infinity War, they had to shoehorn Civil War in somewhere. Well, and they just had Avengers: Age of Ultron as well. Yeah, exactly. Right? So they, they didn't want to do another of, Avengers. They film. wanted to make another Captain America film to. to kind but of then they could have gone down change. a different route, and uh, yeah, and I, I mean, suppose it does re- revolve around Bucky, and that is mm. the Captain America storyline. Yeah, but kind of. I can see where they're coming from, but but it's yeah, got so, I didn't so. even know. Apparently, um, in Winter Soldier. Uh, the scene where um, Captain America and uh, 
uh, Natasha Romanoff go down into the bunker and find uh, the computer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the scene that he plays to them that you don't see, but he's reacting to. Yeah, yeah. That's the scene of um, the Winter Soldier killing Tony Stark's yeah, yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. It took me ages to figure that in, out. In, apparently in Age of Ultron, Captain America can't pick up the hammer because he hasn't told Tony... About Bucky killing about Bucky killing his parents. That Bucky killing. Oh, that's why that's he, can't, he can almost pull it, but he can't because he's not. He, he's, he's not that. He's not. he's not as worthy as he should be because he's holding that back from Tony because he knows yeah. that. See, see, always learn something. There's yeah, always little there's, things. I've but, learned something today on my radio experience. But yeah, again, I mean, in, in terms of Civil War, like personally, again, I thought it was a, a great film, but I didn't think it was as good as the critics made it out. No, but personally. then that's the thing, though. The critics will always over-hype a film, yeah, except for except for in Infinity Wars. Because yeah. because the critics yes. are, are absolutely mm-hmm. loving it. And with... Uh, and, <laughs> Look with, at Andrew's face. <sighs> tomorrow, it's tomorrow. Oh, I know, right? I, I know, it's just hilarious. Um, so we'll go with, we'll, we'll go with uh, just quickly one more. Um, Green Lantern is a great film. No, 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 dreadful, no, no. Awful, awful, come at me. Awful film. No, there I don't nothing care. Nothing good. Even Ryan Reynolds knows it's it. terrible. I love it. I just think it's so, <laughs> so quintessentially cheesy and just a. a it, it doesn't even fit in terms of. It doesn't the fit other anywhere. Dark DC, uh, universe. Well, yeah, this was long before. Yeah, it was the first. Existed, it was supposed right, to right. set this up. Yeah, but I just, I just love it because it's just so. So guff. There are reused, like, exact scene-for-scene scene CGI moments that drive me nuts. It's when, um, what's it, uh, the evil one that's not quite evil yet. Uh, Hank? Is it not Hank? Yeah. No, 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 no. The, no, the big uh, head the, guy. The Green Lantern guy. Oh, uh, Sinestro. Sinestro, yeah. He puts his ring up to the sky to basically do, like, this weird Green Lantern salute thing. Yeah, yeah. And the, everyone else Green does Lantern's it. Oath, yeah. That is there, like, three times in the movie. Yep. And it's scene-for-scene like exact and it drives me nuts because it's care. copy and pasted I don't care I will throw in one more because you, you knew that, that was coming yes, you knew that Green you. Lantern was coming as anyone who listens to this show regularly Ooh. will know that Green Lantern is one yours. Justice League is mine and Star Wars is Alex's yeah. so, you know. um, I do have another one <laughs> go just on quick no, go on. Um, unpopular opinion Batman Begins to me is the best out of the Christopher Nolan I know that's I know that's it's a great film I'm not sure it's the best I'm yeah. definitely second. I definitely think, second. in terms of a story uh, from A to B, uh, Batman yeah. Begins is way better it's than got, Dark Knight. It's got a much better beginning, mid- middle, and end. Yes, it, it, it flows better, than, <laughs> which means the whole movie. A, no, no, no. But no, what but I mean is, film in a trilogy. Yeah, no, like, the middle what, film. Is but but what I mean cool. is, is that you can clearly see a beginning, middle, and end. Whereas in the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, you can't necessarily see where the beginning, okay, and the middle, and the end. A kind of set apart. At least we can all agree that Dark Knight Rises is the weakest. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. Not necessarily a bad film. Just no, the no, weakest. no, no. It is the weakest of the three. Absolutely, I think it's because it felt rushed and it felt a little bit like we need to shoehorn in mm. as much as we can to wrap up this trilogy. Mm. Whereas, uh, and you're following on the heels of you know what was at the time the best superhero movie. I mean, oh god, out there. I mean, the Dark, the Dark Knight was. Was in some respects the perfect movie yeah. because it had it had the perfect villain, it had the perfect actor playing Batman who had that who had the the most mm-hmm. um, I know spot on feel to Batman. He was he was very much angst, very torn, very driven, very kind of stuck between a, between two worlds, and mm-hmm. he had that naivety about him that she still loved him. 
mm. as opposed to mm. loving Harvey I just, Dent. I feel like the Dark Knight story could have been trimmed down a bit. Yes, yeah. I feel like there is either a little bit of bloating or just a bit too convoluted at points. I think it's probably more bloating and it's probably some of the scenes are overshot. Mm-hmm. I think they've got, they go on for a bit longer than they should do because they, they don't really add much. I do like Aaron Eckhart's portrayal of uh, Two-Face, though. That is possibly mm. one of the best. Oh, God, yeah. He, uh, along, obviously, with Heath Ledger. Especially in I the... I don't think it's even possible to mention, as, um, it, uh, mention Heath Ledger like without The Dark Knight now. I, I think it's probably... Yeah. Is, uh, what's, what's his face? Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Oh. That, was... that was amazing. I love oh, that. man. Val Kilmer. See, I love I love those Batman films because they're terrible and they're they're like so Donald. cheesy. Like I, I love just, them. What was Robin? Yeah, with fat nipples and all the rest do, of it. Like, do you remember the scene in Batman Forever? I just want to go off on a quick tangent. He does his washing and he like does nunchuck style stuff with wet clothing. Yep. Ah, oh, that was so weird and so stupid. Isn't he's kind of? Why what, did they keep that scene? In? Isn't isn't he though the guy that's in NC? Is it NCIS? Uh, in oh, my, NCIS Miami, one of them. With LL Cool J. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew it was that dude. Yeah. knew it was that Robin. dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike yeah. Wing's grown up. I mean, I mean, the only thing worse than that is Mr. Freeze. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but then the, the, those films almost seem to <laughs> like of, how we all agree just went, yeah. How, how the kind of, it was a much more cartoony kind of... It was a parody film, of itself, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, almost. And, and and that was what they were like. It was like the original Batman TV it's series. Because they were, it's because they, West, yeah, right? they were going for the camp Pound kind of... Bash, yeah. you know, that, and, and it was never meant to be anything Danny else. Danny DeVito's Penguin. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was um, never meant to be something like super serious. Although right? that was no, kind yeah. of... The Tim Burton started it off with being dark, but then Joel Schumacher just went really really weird with it yeah like oh let's do neon paint and like bat nipples and butt zips and stuff and it's just like why why are you doing this yeah. to me yeah it's it's just wrong um it's just wrong uh cool that's it well, i just want to didn't you have a final one that yeah you, you i was i was gonna say just a final one before we cut to the end um uh, I was just going to say that um, that there's only one real returning, Ain't of the King, it's of the Jedi. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, yes. Have a very good evening. Yeah, uh, Lord of the Rings sucks. Which one won the the, the Oscars? <laughs> it wasn't Return of the Jedi. Don't care. Lord, Lord yeah, of the Rings yeah. sucks. It, no, it end work. of. It, yeah. it, 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 it's just it's just it's just nine Actually hours wrong. of people walking. Um, <laughs> even the trees bloody walked in those films. Thank you very much, <laughs> Kevin Smith uh, and uh, Clark's too for that. Um, yes. So uh, so that's it. So we're not here next week because it's bank holiday. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the station is closed. So we will be back a uh, week after. Which will probably which be Infinity War, is, I guess. Uh, it could well be Infinity could Wars. Be. We might go down yeah. something else. I don't know. We might. Um, we, 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 we can put our heads together. We've got we two might weeks. be bored by that. <laughs> time. Yeah, we've seen it like twenty times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We may we may have already just overdone it. You know. <laughs> I don't know. We, we'll have a think about what we're going to do for the next show, and we'll see what we can do, what we can come up with. Um, I doubt it will be Infinity Wars everyone seems to be talking about Infinity Wars it's mm. kind of it, it gets boring with people saying the same stuff over and over um, so we'll go down a different route but um, but yeah thank you very much for coming on guys no worries mm-hmm. um, and we'll be back in two weeks have a good uh, have a good bank holiday next weekend uh, to all you guys listening on the podcast thanks very much please leave us a review please um, share as well with your friends so that uh, more people can have a listen we are absolutely amazed at how many 
downloads we're getting, how many mm. subscribers we've got. We're we're almost kind of pushing fifty thousand, which amazing. is which is amazing. Mm. Um, it did kind of peak a little bit and then it dropped down a bit, but it's slowly coming back up. Um, I think it's because the uh, the system we were using, uh, Podium, it switched over systems and kind of may have bloated the figures slightly. Um, but but still, just shy of 50,000 subscribers is amazing. So thank you all very, very much. If all of you left us a review, that'd be immense. Um, but we'll settle for like half a percent. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just any reviews will be great. Uh, we will massively yeah. appreciate it. And uh, have a good bank holiday weekend for those of you in the UK listening uh, and for all of our American and uh, other friends from all over the world. Thank you very much. Please share with your friends. Please drop us a review if you can. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Take care. There is one more thing. It's been emotional.